2: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: And the number here is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Chris Townsend and Ken Korak with the A's Clubhouse Show. The A's have lost now five of their last six. One more in Chicago. And then you come home and you're taking on the Giants, who have the best record in baseball. A quick two against the Mariners. And then four against the New York Yankees in a nine-game homestand. And the, and the Yankees have made up like ten and a half games in like five weeks. Uh, this is kind of like the last stand, Ken. i got to be honest where the A's are. Yeah,
1: they've got to get it together, Chris. Now, they're still tied for the second wild card. They're just two and a half behind the Astros in the division. So, you know, you look at this as just a bump in the road if the A's can get back on track. And that's what they're hoping to do. And, they need some big hits. I mean, they just all night they were dying for a big hit, and it never came tonight.
3: You know, we talked to, Jer- to Darren Jackson about this earlier today on Ace Cast Live, the, the longtime outfielder and, of course, broadcaster now for the Chicago White Sox. And it's just a reality. If you take the San Francisco Giants out of the equation, every single team in baseball has been streaky this year. Everybody's streaky. It is what it is. Yeah, no, you're right.
1: The A's have had three streaks of seven wins or more. And need to get back to that, Chris. And, yeah, it's a good point. And I think the White Sox and the A's are fairly evenly matched. But, I mean, last night I think was an aberration. But if you can't get the big hit, it's going to be a struggle. And it was for the A's all night.
3: Yeah, I mean, look at Houston. I mean, you're sitting here going, oh, boy, the A's got to keep track with Houston. Both the A's and Houston have lost four in a row.
1: Yeah, and they're only two and a half back. And yeah, look where the Mariners are now because the Mariners have won six of seven and they're only five and a half behind the Astros and they're three back of the second wild card. So all the kind of upheaval there after they traded Kendall Graven, you understand that that affected their clubhouse, but they've bounced back from that. And now Seattle has been playing really well. They've taken advantage of, of playing the Rangers. They've beaten them three to one in back-to-back games.
3: Think about the Atlanta Braves. When they were at the trading deadline, they were under 500, right? They make they make some deals. They've won six in a row. They're nine and one in their last ten. They now have a three game lead in the East. It's just it's all over the place in baseball.
1: It is, and they, they went out and got a whole new outfield there, Atlanta, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're taking advantage of a pretty mediocre NL Eastern Division where if you're just if you were just hanging out around 500 at the deadline you felt like you had a shot there.
3: Yeah, and the Yankees, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox are going different directions here. As the Yankees have won 6 in a row while the Red Sox have lost 3 in a row. I don't know what to make of it. This is just a really uh, tough stretch and the Chris Bassett news is is better. Uh I mean, from from what we heard today, you get worried it could have been a lot worse. We don't know when he'll be back, but um, at some point, this team, it's got to figure it out because at some point, Houston's going to stop losing. You, you, you can't count on Houston to lose every night.
1: You're right. And just to follow up on the Red Sox, they're 6-14 in their last 20 games now, Chris. So they've really been scuffling. So, no, you're right. And they've got to figure it out. And uh, it's, you, you hope you can take advantage of your home field. If they if they could somehow win tomorrow, you'd have a pretty good flight back home and feel pretty good and maybe like you're turning the corner. And then you have to take advantage of the home field, Chris, because they're coming home for, you know, three against the Giants, two against the Mariners, four against the Yankees. It's a chance for the A's to make a move here in their home ballpark.
3: And, you know, tonight was a game where, I mean, obviously you guys are not there. Uh, very odd. NBC Sports California did a very good job getting us at least kind of what happened, where all of a sudden you're like, why is Lance Lynn and Tony Larusa fighting the umpires? And then seeing later on how a belt was thrown, I mean, I for a guy, I understand Lance Lynn can be a hothead. I get that. But for a guy who's going for the Cy Young Award, I... I, I That's kind of bizarre behavior for me for him tonight, getting thrown out of the game.
1: I didn't see it. It's hard for us to comment on it. It was related to the inspection, apparently, because he get come off the mound and get inspected. Third base umpire kicked him out. We did see the report that that a belt was thrown out in Lentz's direction. But beyond that, it's hard for me to, you know, really to comment, Chris. And so we hear what uh, the umpires have to say and also hear what uh, Lynn has to say as well
3: it sounds like he was just kicked out for being a hothead and he wasn't kicked out for a foreign substance.
1: It kind of, it kind of seems that way, yeah. I, I mean, it, I think it, at one point it looked like maybe he was being kicked out because of the they found something there. But, yeah, I mean, and I think, I think one, one thing we should say is that with all these inspections, they've been pretty orderly. Like, it's just kind of part of the routine now. And it's also, most of the exchanges between the umpires and the pitchers – have been pretty good-natured, like, okay, you know, I kind of have to do this. It's okay. And the pitcher says, I know you've got a job to do. Okay, and now it's it's all done, and the pitcher goes back to the dugout. That's been – predominantly, that's been the way it's looked so far this year.
3: Okay, so Scott Merkin, who will be on my program tomorrow, Ken, he will be yeah. on the uh, A's He's Total Axis. Yeah, he covers the uh, White Sox for MLB.com. We're going to tape him at 930 in the morning. Can't wait. Uh, he says, Lynn got ejected for taking his belt. And throwing it after he got the got to the dugout earlier before being checked, he left his glove and hat on the dugout. It's that simple. Larusa hopes it's not suspension worthy. Well, that explains it. Kind of that a, kind of a selfish move, right there. By the way. <laughs> yeah, you've got to
1: know this is the way it is, right? Yeah. I mean, this is. It's baseball, and that's the way it is this year.
3: Yeah, it's August. It's not like the first time you've right. been checked, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
3: I I got I got the you know when guys got checked and they got roughed up a little bit for the first time, but then after a while, it's like the umpires just got to do it. And you know what? They're not really showing us that much. I bet a lot of his. All right, let me see this. Let me see that. All right, you're good.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: So, yeah, I, so. And, and by the way, we were looking it up going into today. Ken, you know, what, we'll leave you with this. The A's coming into today hitting 215 with the bases loaded. They've been miserable with the bases loaded.
1: And they were 2 for 12 with runners in scoring position tonight too, Chris. So, yeah, they had the big shot with the, they had bases loaded. Nobody out didn't score. So, and they had some of their best hitters coming up. So, yeah, it's an issue. There's no doubt. It's hard to escape that for sure.
3: All right, have a good night, sleep fast, have a good ride. We'll see you in the morning.
1: Okay, buddy, thanks.
3: The great Ken Korak, the voice of summer, the voice of your Oakland athletics. I I can't sugarcoat it. I mean, anywhere you want to go tonight at 833-625-2278, it's a bad look. Uh, You know, you get their star pitcher to kind of wig out and get thrown out, and now they got to go to the bullpen. I mean, they, they, they got to get a lot of outs from a lot of different guys. That's supposed to play in your favor. One for 12 with runners in scoring position. And what did they get tonight again? Oh, yay, Seth Brown. Seth Brown with the oppo taco. Isn't it great? Another solo shot. I mean, boys, this is it. This is it. Houston's not going to lose forever. The Yankees are hot. I, you know, at some point, you know, what are we talking about here? You got the Giants who just don't lose. You got the Mariners for two. And then you got the New York Yankees for four who's surging. I mean, the Mariners are right on your tail once again. I understand the Chris Bassett game last night. That was miserable. That was horrific. But at some point, you know, facing the best teams in the game, you stink at it. That's what I'm saying. You can't sugarcoat it. I've been trying to sugarcoat it all year long. I can't sugarcoat that you can't beat teams that are better than 500. You're under 500. And, and at times, they, they just look better. They hit for a way better average. They've got power. They've got speed. Their bullpen is pretty damn good. And the A's just continue to be easy outs. Am I seeing something different? I mean, it's not like it's not like they're not like going right after them. They, they, the White Sox have been going right after the A's. Here you go. Challenge City. What do you got? And what do you got? You don't got a lot. The number is 833-625-2278. Your phone call is coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect.
5: Hey, A's fans. Want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Open A's.
4: This is A's Clubhouse.
3: Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse show after another tough loss to Chicago. 3-2, the number 833-625-2278. The batting average is now down to 209 with the bases loaded base is loaded and you just get nothing time and time again isn't that like the best time to be up i know as a pitcher it's the worst time to be on the mound you got you can't make a mistake you got you got nowhere to put anybody you gotta throw strikes and if you make a bad pitch and a guy hits it in the gap One run will score, two runs will score, three runs, or you give up a grand slam. The one everybody teased me about, I gave up this bad grand slam to Cal State Fullerton when they were number one. It's horrible, but not against the A's. Whiff, whiff, bad contact, pop up in the infield, weak grounder. Like Anybody hungry for RBIs? This is how you get paid. Drive-in runs you got the bases loaded. It's a rigged card game. It's in your favor. Time and time again, the A's have been terrible with the bases loaded. Non-productive outs. You want to be a playoff team? You better pick it up. Because I'm looking at the schedule, and I hate playing the schedule game, but here you go. You're going to go on a road trip after you face the Yankees for three. I don't know if people have been noticing. uh, A.J. Hinch and the Tigers, they're winning games right now. Detroit's no day at the beach. And then you go to Toronto. Thank God you're going to Toronto, not Buffalo. And they're they're actually on their way down. Then you got Chicago again. I mean, here you go. You want to be in the postseason or not? You're surviving right now because everybody's on a roller coaster. That's why the A's are surviving right now. You know, it's so funny when people call up and go, God, if they didn't, they didn't win that game last night, how are you going to win the World Series? The, Astra, the Astros have lost four in a row, too. I mean, it's just Dr. Heckler, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Who are you tonight? I don't know. You know what? I don't know who's showing up tomorrow. Do you? Does anybody know who's showing up tomorrow? 11 a.m. 11.10, uh, excuse me, yeah, 11.10 a.m. Dylan Cease against Cole Irvin. Who's showing up tomorrow? White Sox look pretty pumped up. And they made some gaffes. Total gaffes. Open doors for you. I mean, Elvis' is triple, are you kidding me? How about a big inning there? Nope. Lance Lynn gets thrown out think about that you got a guy who's going for the Cy Young who for some reason flips out when he gets checked out I guess I guess sounds like and we'll we'll hear more later sounds like he kind of bypassed the check and then just put his hat and glove on top of the dugout and said check this and then undid his belt and threw it onto the field check that That's what it sounds like. I mean, if you're going for the Cy Young Award, that's how you act? That was really, really weird. I mean, I understand people being hotheads, but, I mean, the year you're having, I don't understand why you would do that. Let's go to Chris in West Oakland. Lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Chris. You know, we're not going to sugarcoat it, but I'm going to go back to
0: something we talked about the other night. You were talking about We were talking about the Giants, saying, yeah, at some point we were figuring they were going to fade. We're August 18th. They ain't going to fade. Well, guess what? We're August 18th. The A's are who they are. They're not going to change. And I get tired. You kind of brought it up about productive outs the 2 for 12 with runners in scoring position, how bad they are. That's not half the story. This team could have scored 3 or 4 runs just by putting the ball in play. And we're not just a little bit under 500 against good teams. What are we now, Chris? 22 and 35, 36, something like that with team These are the, this is the way you have to play to beat teams like Chicago. You have to take advantage. And I'm going to continue to bang on Matt Chapman. I'm so sick and tired of watching him strike out I go back to a conversation we had early in the year, Chris, about what you had with Mark Langston. Everybody's change swing is the same. I, as abysmal as the A's are night in and night out in this situation, I don't see a guy like Chapman, Olsen, choke up. They're giving Olsen half the left side of the infield with the bases loaded, and he won't poke a pitch out there. They keep trying to hit everything out of the park. They are who they are, Chris. This is the way this team's constructed. The sad part is they've wasted a great season on the mound, and you're right. There is a roller coaster. They're still in it. But let's be honest, Chris, the way this team is, there's no way that this team gets into postseason the way they play that they're going to all of a sudden start doing the little things. August 18th, I don't expect to see Matt Chapman tomorrow choke up with a runner on third in less than two hours to just put a ball in play to get a run home. He's going to work the count. He's going to get to 3-2, and he's going to swing from his ass nine times out of ten. And as we've seen over and over, he's going to strike out. One last comment tonight, Chris. Not such a joke anymore. All the all the, the snide comments about the White Sox hiring Tony LaRussa looking pretty shrewd at the moment and you look at the way they play. Even when he managed the A's with Canseco, Maguire, Parker, Ricky, they did the little things. As dynamic as that team was, they still did the little things. In Three games I've seen them do more little things than the A's have all season. A suicide squeeze, a ground out to right side to get a one or the third. Fundamental baseball. At some point, the A's got to open their eyes and realize what they're doing. You might beat the Cleveland Indians of the world. You're not going to beat the good teams, which is one of the reasons why they've been such an abysmal failure in the postseason. But uh, my hopes aren't that high, Chris. I said 8-12 and 12 in this next 20 stretch. Shit, I'll be happy if they go 5-15.
3: and 15. Thank you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. They're not good against teams that are over 500. And people get excited when Matt Chapman hits a few out, but and I want to be excited, but I kind of know that they're not against really good fastballs. Matt Chapman struggles against velocity. A lot of people struggle against velocity. But when you're a player of his caliber, And the player that he wants to be, you got to be able to catch up to those balls and barrel them up because they're coming right after him. I mean, think about that as a hitter. Guy's throwing 95, 96 at you, just just coming after you. Then he throws you a slider. You got no chance. Of course you're going to swing through. That slider's not going to be a strike, and you're going to swing. You're not even going to come close to it. I mean, if it was a slide around the plate, you're just going to swing over it anyway. I mean, you get defensive. He struggles against velocity. The home runs that he has hit are against pitches that are not 95-plus. That's just a reality. And Starling Marte, just he can't, do, he can't carry the team every game. You know, where's Mark Canna gone? Mark Canna's kind of really started to struggle lately. Maybe he needs to move down. Maybe they maybe they maybe they need to change it up. I think they definitely need to change it up. Are they out of it? Of course not. But we're just ba- we're just looking at losing three straight in Chicago with I don't know, if they lose tomorrow, no one's gonna be shocked. I mean, you got everything you wanted out of Paul Blackburn tonight. My God, if you would told me Paul Blackburn's gonna give you five and a third and three. Yeah, I guess I'd take it. But, man, they got a hit. And we've been saying that all year long. And we thought, you know, with the new lineup, and it was going good, but... Struggling. I mean, one for 12 with runners in scoring position, one for 12, and Lance Lynn didn't throw eight innings. Now, if Lance Lynn... Lit it up for eight, seven or eight innings. I would. Well, first of all, I don't, I don't know if you would have got that many opportunities once he got rolling, because once he got rolling, but, man, he was out after four, and that's the best you got? The number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: For the ones who know that a little late is always too late, Here's football legend Howie Long for Skechers ArchFit Shoes. Do you
6: like comfort? Of course you do.
4: Everyone does.
6: But if you've never
8: tried ArchFit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying ArchFit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. You're missing out on the number one thing. Because with ArchFit, Skechers created a whole new kind of comfort. They teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. And you say you have a passion for comfort but haven't tried them? That's like saying you're a sports fan but have never watched football. It makes no sense. So if you're the kind of person who claims to like comfort, stop what you're doing and try a pair of ArchFit exclusively from Sketchers. Then you'll finally
4: understand true comfort. See all the styles of comfortable, machine-washable ArchFit shoes now at Sketchers.com.
3: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast.
9: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
3: Robert in Portland, what do you got for me tonight?
10: Well, I told you they were going to go six and four on this road trip. You know, they were going to go two and one, two and one, and two and two I had hoped instead it could be, you know, it's going to, we could still go five and five, but I give you, we got 41 games left. And if we go 27 and 14, we'll wind up with 95 wins. And I think that's what we're going to need to at least be in a tie with Houston, uh, you know, or it's just going to take that town. You're going to the 41 games are left and most of them are against good teams. So, like you said a minute ago, they're not playing well against the good teams. It is what it is, and Bassett being gone, uh, it might have cooked them.
3: Well, hey, let's be honest. They just lost two out of three to Texas. They're not, you know, they didn't play well against a bad team either.
10: Now, Andrus made that error when they went ahead four to three, remember? That very first, first guy up they made that error. You know, he went, probably had his mind on everything, you know, baby and all, but it was a tough game in the years in the first inning. I thought that was the biggest loss of this. Uh, you know, of course, the Bassett thing was the worst, but I thought that was the worst loss of this trip. They just won 17 to nothing, and then they go in and they make three errors in that game. I thought that was a turning point. It might be, remember, it might just be a turning point for the whole season, that game Friday night against Texas. Uh, but if they have a real good series against the Giants, you never know. Giants are on such a roll, uh, you know, they don't, but, if, you know, I, I, without Bassett, it's just going to be real, 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 real tough. Um, but I just think about it, if they win tomorrow, it'll be 5-5 for the road trip, and if they, that means they got to win 26 of the remaining 40 games. And that's not impossible. That's that's 12 games above 500 in their final of 40. Uh, they've done that before in other years, but They've done it in years when they've been uh, a lot better against the better teams.
3: Yeah, well, that uh, traditional second half, going to start kicking everybody's you-know-what is not happening right now. And, you know, it's all about them. I mean, we can talk about everybody else and what everybody else is doing, and we can talk about what's on the schedule. It's about them. You only can control what you can control. And if you're gonna go out there and Lance Lynn is out in the fourth inning and you're one for twelve with runners in scoring position, it is what it is.
10: Yeah, Lowry even uh laid an egg tonight and you know, like you said a couple of weeks ago, he's been really uh the one guy that was on the amongst the you know, the crew other than Olsen that was carrying himself, carrying some weight. Uh, prior to the trades. but
3: I mean, I want you to think about help. this. You got a gift getting Lance Lynn out of there in the fourth inning. You got a gift. Yep.
10: Yep. Well, Lance Lynn has owned the A's, and you know that. It goes yep. way
3: back. Yeah, and, and, then, and, then was the a white, and then the White Sox got to figure out, wait a minute, Lance Lynn just got thrown out? Holy you-know-what. What are we going to – they got to go get five innings from their bullpen. And what do you do? You score a whopping one run.
10: Well, they got uh, two easy guys on
3: third and first.
10: And then you saw what happened. Canna was a big, you know, he he really, uh, hit. he swung at the first pitch from Hendricks, if you noticed that, you know, the duck on the pond, and he popped it up. Yeah, the very first pitch. I guess he didn't want to get, you know, he didn't want to, that wasn't a normal at bat, but he was batting against his old buddy Hendricks, so maybe he was figuring Hendricks was going to come in with one, and he popped it up. And they they have not won since their road when they went thirteen straight. They were winning one run games during that that streak. You know they haven't won many one run games since. They've really been poor in one run games, and it's all the key things that you were pointing out earlier, they're all negative. They're in a negative column against good teams, with, uh, batting with uh, bases loaded. I mean, that's pathetic, utterly pathetic.
3: Yeah, hitting 209. Um, By the way, they remember early on they were the king of one-run games? Remember that?
10: Yes. Yes. That, I thir- during this, that started during the 13-game win streak. You, you, right?
3: know, you, you know what their record is now?
10: No, it's horrible.
3: Seventeen and twenty in one-run games.
10: <laughs> yeah, and during that streak, they won like six of them like that. So you subtract the six, and what does that tell you? So, yeah, yeah, you know, Chris was right a minute ago, and he called in. You know, he's he's been calling in for years, and he and Bitter Bill are on a roll right now because uh, you know Oakland. Yeah, this doesn't look good. I I I'm despondent about Bassett because. He was he was the leader of the – I know Melvin really tried hard last night. You saw him go over to the four starters, the four guys over there in the corner of the, where they all sit together in the dugout, and they, I was watching it. And he, he was trying to cheer him up. You know, I, I think he was trying to tell him there was good news that, you know, he was conscious and everything going off to the hospital. Guys, don't get too down because everybody was so negatively affected last night. It could have been that, you know, uh, that Bob – at that moment, knew he had to really turn this thing, uh, you know, from keeping it from becoming a train wreck like he went through, you know, with the Diamondbacks. Remember years ago? I mean, I saw Bob. He was a hell of a, he's a hell of a manager. He won the manager of the year while he was at the D-backs, took him to the championship series. And as you, you pointed out a couple of weeks ago, the, the hot uh, Rockies who won all those games in a row took him out in the, in, in the final series four straight. And then, uh, you know, he only lasted one more year with the D-backs, and he went on, you know, to, to the A's. But he's a good manager, but LaRusse is he's, – he's just I, – I love Tony. He, he's just he, – <laughs> suicide bunt. I mean, he's done everything. It's just – even Melvin must be shaking his head. I'll let you go.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine who, as of right now, other than one of the new guys, even think about bunting with. You know, the thing about Chris Bassett, if there is something to be positive about today, is the fact that he's going to be okay. You know, because you just don't know when the EMTs come out onto the field, that's a really scary thing. That's something that we really never see in baseball. That means... It's very, very serious. And broken bones will heal. Nick Papparesta talked about it today, how he just, some of the bones in his cheek have been kind of moved around. They're going to put him back in the right place. Bones will heal. Uh, he got a lot of stitches because he got stitches, which is really good for him from a plastic surgeon who gave him the really small stitches so it'll be a smaller scar so facially long term, that will be good for Chris. and he will heal. and it's not going to be one of those things where he's in the hospital and you know once all the once the CT scan came back okay, he doesn't have a concussion, that was all really good news. And that's what I was really happy about. When we're not talking about the brain, we're not talking about, you know, uh, the, the brain swelling or, or blood or something like that, that can all be very, very tragic. He doesn't have that. So then this morning when I checked my A's email and I saw the statement from Chris, you know, thanking the White Sox and thanking the A's and thanking everybody, you know, bravo for how they handled that, you know. For the A's to get the help from the White Sox medical right away. Everybody recognized this is a dire situation. This, this young man's in trouble. We've got to help him now. Get out there now. Get the EMTs out here now. We need to get him to the hospital now. And that they did all that. So bravo to everybody. Because I, I know last night with a lot of your phone calls, uh, I could hear the tears. Chris means a lot to this franchise and this A's family. And I heard the tears in your phone calls. And it was scary, and you were scared, but he's going to be good. And that's, you know, the number one thing out of anything out of this series is that Chris Bassett, you know, a young father, you know, his family, his mom, his wife are there. Think about how crazy that is, but, you know, probably for him, great that they were there and have family there because being in the hospital by yourself with no family can be real lonely, obviously. And I don't even know what the COVID protocol is in Chicago right now, but – uh, for Chris Bassett, he is going to be fine. And I know he texted Dallas Braden, three weeks bullpen. we got to wait and see. A lot of swelling right now, so they can't do the surgery till next week. They're going to do the surgery. He's going to stay in Chicago. They're going to do the surgery in Chicago. Great doctors, great medical centers. Uh, the plastic surgeon there in Chicago is, is going to be a part of the surgery. So he is going to be okay. Will he pitch again this year? I hope. I hope. For the A's sake, for Chris's sake, as a competitor, as a winner, as a guy who he is, he wants to be on that mound for his teammates. I mean, how many times have you heard Chris Bassett say, hell, I don't care about the Cy Young Award. I care about winning. So it would be great if he comes back. And if he doesn't, that's okay. See you in spring training, go get him again next year. You gave us everything you had, and you had the best year of your career, and we're proud of the way you handled yourself. We're proud of the way you played. We're proud of what you've become as the ace of the staff. And I know I don't like using ace, but in this instance, I'll let it go and say, yeah, the ace of the staff. Chris has pitched like that. So if he comes back, great. If not, we'll see you next year. Hope he comes back. And if anything, hope that he's there for his teammates because he's one of the leaders, one of the soul, the heart and souls of the team. So even if he can't pitch for him to be in the dugout with his guys, will be huge. The number is 833-625-2278. If you're listening to a radio station and they are leaving us, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's Or download the iHeartRadio app and you can listen to us there. A tough one in Chicago for the athletics as they lose 3-2. to two. They got to get one tomorrow. It starts at 1110 right here on the A's radio network and A's cast.
7: for all your building and remodeling needs.
3: dot com.
8: At Navy Federal Credit Union, we help our members execute missions every day, like Operation...
5: Earn cash back on tutus, dance lessons, and tiaras, so I can get a little more towards something for me.
8: Or Operation...
5: Pay for soccer, pay for piano, pay for dinner. Then use the cash back on something for mama.
8: The cash rewards card from Navy Federal gives you 1.5% cash back on purchases and has your back with fraud protection. Apply now. Navy Federal Credit Union, our members of the mission. Open to the armed forces, the DOD,
4: veterans, and their families. Insured by NCUA.
0: Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane. To the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone! Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in Game 1 of a three-game series.
2: You're listening to A's Cap.
1: Uh, The 0 1 pitch on the way is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Guspemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied
3: it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This
2: is the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: Let's go to Greg and Slow. It's your job to make me feel better tonight. Man, you put
11: the pressure on me, Tony. Let me tell you, it's. uh... It's never a dull moment when I call in, uh, brother. How are you hanging in there?
3: It's just, tonight was, I mean, it's one game, but it's a bad look. It's a bad look.
11: Well, you know, a a week ago when I called you, and it was uh, when we lost that first game to Texas, and and we kind of said the same thing, oh, it's only one game. We can't keep saying it's only one game. I mean, the A's are in the midst of a really, really tough stretch right now um playing really really top-notch first place teams and um like you said it's just a bad look I mean bases loaded and can't scratch one out you know I don't want to say we're running out of time because the Astros are are giving us a shot I mean I didn't didn't see how they did tonight but I know we were only two games out going you know they're 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 keeping us in it but you know, at some point, you got the Yankees nipping at our heels. We got the same record as the Yankees. And I know you've been kind of down on, on the Yankees, Townie, but the records don't lie. We're, we're in the same boat as the Yanks, and they're coming to town. And, um, you know, first things first, Tony, I, I want to thank you for last night. I know it was a tough job that you had to do, and I called in and was a little emotional, and I want to apologize for that. It, it, it was a tough thing to see. Um, why would you, know, you apologize? To,
3: why would you apologize for being emotional? We're humans. Well, I, you know,
11: it's, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, like I said, I was all over the place last night and it, it was a tough night for all of us. I can't even imagine what, 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 what Chris and his family went through, what you had to go through taking all the phone calls. So, you know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm a good hearted guy. And I think it just felt appropriate to apologize, even though, you know, I don't, I don't feel bad for the phone call. I just, um, it, it, it kind of it kind of brought things full circle for me. I, I've been lucky enough to coach kids, you know, coach at my alma mater high school, Atascaro High School, and we had a special kid that went to Florida State a couple of years uh, a couple of years ago. He was an All-State quarterback. He was uh, a full ride scholarship kid that was a point guard at Florida State, just the most talented kid we've ever had in our high school. And two months ago, he played on a five on five tournament, and, and and literally collapsed on the court right in front of me and had a seizure. And we were all surrounded around him, and and thankfully he was okay. He had to go to the you know the EMTs got involved, and it was a scary thing. And to see all of the teammates last night around Chris Bassett, you know Matt Chapman on on one knee, literally praying. That's what we were doing two months ago around this kid, and it, it kind of you know it hit home because that was the first thing I thought about. You know I, I know Coach mentioned that when he saw it, the first thing Coach did was he checked on his daughter. You know his daughter was 100% completely fine, but in that moment it's such a horrific thing. That's the only way you could describe it. It was so horrific to witness that. And, you know, obviously thinking about Chris and his family and, you know, one of the, one of the things that I thought about kind of like Coach was two months ago, seeing this kid just, just collapse on the court and, 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 you know, the EMTs have to come out. And it was, you know, it, it, was, it was very similar, you know, to what happened last night. And, um, you know, again, uh, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to Chris. We got nothing but good, good news today. And that's positive going forward. But, but as far as the A's going forward, I don't know, County. I mean, we're down for the count right now, and, and the fight isn't over, but we're hurting, and, and Chris is our leader. And I, I want to say that we can dust ourselves off and get up and fight, but it's going to be tough, man. we got a tough road to hoe ahead of us, Chris.
3: Yep. <laughs> you know, and you can't, uh, you can't change the <laughs> schedule. You got to play the schedule that's in front of you, and the schedule is what it is. But you know what, though? You're a big league baseball team. You're not going to sit there and play under 500 teams on a consistent basis. That's not how it works. If you can't beat the good teams, you don't deserve to be in the postseason.
11: I couldn't agree more. You know, the A's have cleaned up on the bad teams, you know, for the most part. Um, but you don't play bad teams in the playoffs. You're not gonna play bad teams when you're fighting for a division or, or even a even a wild card spot. So I've just kind of reminisced in the last twenty-four hours and it's been a roller coaster ride, man, with to start out the way we did, then to go on a thirteen game winning streak. Um, you know, Fosse, you know, him him fighting, and, and I know how emotional you've been with that, how emotional we are with that, and you know, Dwayne Kuiper's had some things hit home. Ramón Laureano with, with with the steroid test, and now Chris Bassett. I mean, if this team can rally and 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 just get a spot in, in the dance, and, and you know, in the playoffs, I mean, we're going to be a battle tested group because you throw in the fact that the Oakland, you know, the city of Oakland and the A's are battling for the stadium. I mean, it's just been one thing after another on this roller coaster ride. We're in the middle of a pandemic still, the Delta variant's still here. So I mean, it just the list goes on and on, and we're a resilient bunch. You, you can't take that away from us, but it's going to be just a, a dogfight down the stretch, and, and we got to get it together because the Giants are coming to town. we got the Yankees. It's just going to be a fight down the stretch, and I don't know, man. I, I, I want to say we can do it, but I just don't want to say the squad that broke the camel's back is Bassett going down because I just don't think he's going to pitch this year, Townie. You know, I heard he broke his jaw. uh, You know, along with some of the broken cheekbone and and the broken jaw. I I didn't. I didn't hear.
3: I didn't hear jaw. I heard upper jaw. Again,
11: I I don't. I don't have. You know, I'm not. I don't got the sources that you got. I heard upper jaw, and I know that that's a tough one because you know you you worry about wiring the jaw shut. And where did you hear that? Eat right. It was just reported on uh, on on the A's. There's an A's site called the Booster Club.
3: Um, well, well again, Nick Paparesta, and hold on, Robert Costa. Did you hear anything about a jaw when Nick Paparesta addressed the media?
11: I heard upper jaw.
3: He did say it was the jaw too. Oh,
11: well. that's bad.
3: Yeah, that that's is bad. bad.
11: Because you don't eat right. I mean, you lose weight. You know, it, it's it's not only coming back psychologically, but when you got to wire a jaw shut. If if that's the procedure that's going to happen, which most of times with a with a broken jaw, well,
3: that's they a they, they, say his jaw, he, they they didn't jaw. They did not say his jaw was wired shut.
11: No, no. I mean, not now, but I mean, yeah. usually with a broken jaw, that's that's the procedure. Again, I'm no doctor. Um, my stepdad's a doctor, and I've talked to him about it. So, um, I don't know. That that's just. That's
12: a rough, hold, rough, hold on, comeback. hold on.
3: Let's play We're going to play Nick Paparesta, head trainer for the A's right here. And that procedure will entail going back into the face, performing an incision on the outside, the inside of his mouth as well, and they're going to repair the broken bones that are in that space. And the area I'm speaking of mainly is in the lower on the right side of his face below his eye, kind of the cheekbone, the maxilla on the front side and below his orbit of his eye socket too. So they're going to put some plates in there and, and fix those bones up. I don't hear jaw.
11: I didn't hear jaw either. The That's max really good news.
3: Maxilla is jaw. Max, we're doing this all together on the fly. <laughs> I mean, how would you even spell that? Maxilla. Maxilla. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna try. And... Sounds
11: like a Godzilla. I don't...
3: Well, it's a tire company. It's uh. <laughs> There's people in Twitter Twitter accounts. Maxilla jaw. Let's see. Maxillary. Okay, maxilla jaw. Okay. The maxilla is a bone that forms your upper jaw. The right and left halves of the maxilla are irregularly shaped bones that fuse together in the middle of the skull below the nose in the area of the intermaxilla suture. The maxilla is a major bone in, bone of the face. So it sounds like it's going to get a plate, but it doesn't sound like he's going to get wired shut.
13: Different that's part the of dude. the jaw. Sounds okay. like more of the okay. front okay. of that's... the
3: face than if you get your – it's, you know, the side of it, you know, where your jaw connects both of you, you know, where it connects both your jaws together. When you break that, that's when you get it wired.
11: Right, right. I just heard Upper John and Ren relayed that info to, uh, to, to one of my sources, and that's usually the protocol. But, again, you're right. If it's, if it's something to where it's just a plate, um, I mean, either way, gosh, what a – it's just going to be tough. I mean, I don't want to say the ace can't do it without Bassett, but, man, is it going to be tough because I'm a firm believer that you need a number one ace going into the postseason. You just got to have – especially in a wild card game, you got to have that guy.
3: Yeah, we think that, and then all of a sudden that guy goes three innings and it's all about the bullpen. Thank you, Greg. Let's go to Mike in Fresno. Mike, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
14: Hey, Townie. uh First off, I want to thank you for uh, your uh, therapy uh, circle that you uh, provide for us uh, during this period of time with as bad as the A's uh, are swinging through uh, baseballs. So uh, thank you for that. No problem. No problem. Um, Secondly, you know, uh, this has been a trend um, for the A's. I mean, they'll win a few and then they lose a bunch. You know, I don't want to be a pessimistic person because I try to be optimistic, but I I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. I just don't see this team getting past the rest of the schedule that they're playing. You know, in the the past A's, you know, we had Coco Crisp and Donaldson in the 2012-2013 teams. You know, you can see that they had a different energy and being able to overcome some of those obstacles. The, the body language, the look on their faces, um, bases loaded, no outs, and we strike out twice. The only guys hitting the ball the other way and putting contact are the guys that we got from other teams. I mentioned this to you a couple weeks ago, maybe during the Texas series. Everybody has a book on the A's on how they hit. You know, bases, or, uh, bases loaded, and, and, and they move shift everybody over for Olson because they know he's not going to pop it to the other side. You know, we you're just not built for the way the game is being played right now, it seems to me. This team just cannot hit the ball in a high-pressure situation, or at least put the ball in play. And what's really kind of sad for me is I think Sterling, Mar- Sterling Marte was a great pickup. So was Harrison. So was John Gomes. And they're just playing beyond what this team is. And I didn't ever expect them to sign a Marte, but there was always a chance. He's playing too good. He's not coming back. And it, it kind of gets me a little, uh, uh, you know, nervous about the future of this team outside of this season, you know, because I just don't see. If, if this team was built to win this year, as they talked about earlier in the season, then they make those trades. We're not producing. What's going to happen after this season? That's what I'm worried about. Thanks, Tony.
3: No problem. I would worry about after the season, after the season. I mean, that's, you know, And I'm not buying that Marte is just a rental. He may be. He may not be. It's all about the cash. Straight cash, homie, as the great Randy Moss once said. Let's go to Rob in San Jose. Go ahead, Rob. Tony, I just want to say,
12: the players on the team that watched Jed Lowry approach at the plate, I mean, I know it doesn't always cash in, but it's just so awesome to watch Jed maintain an at-bat. And it's like the other guys are just not that solid. I mean, on a the broad dynamic of what Jed is approached at the plate. And like Coach says, the guy who calls him is called Coach, it's like, do we have – it's not a batting coach. It's, it's some kind of offensive coach. I mean, we just don't seem to have a plan, you know, for this team to, you know, scratch in some runs. And you got to be creative in these other teams. Are, they can't have all have, like, gold glove defenses. It's kind of like it's a little bit shameful. But, but I would think we would do better with a – I don't know. If Lowry could give, like, maintenance lessons, like how to maintain the play. Because these guys – I mean – I can't believe Olsen just did that pop up golf. It was you know he was giving so many gifts and then it just hits it up in the air. God, it was horrible. I, 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 I don't know. I'm sorry about last night too. I'm, I'm in a better spirits tonight, but
3: no, it's all right. Everybody, um, everybody was sad. It was sad last night. It's sad today, but I think we uh, feel it's better. Because,
12: and you know, Everyone uh, was you know like I said. Well, we know Chris funky is and be hysterical. We,
3: we know Chris is gonna be okay, so it makes a lot of us feel a lot better tonight. I, I
12: just I'm like everybody else though, so I cannot believe all the bases loaded, can't even get one guy in, and we're talking like zero outs and then all of a sudden it's like Cy, Cy Young is on the mound and it's just like I'm just gonna get everyone to you know, go all in and you know, and then just clear the whole table out with, you know, a card counter. You know that's done with done with chips in the cards. You know, guys, got, it's like the deck is stacked. And all of a sudden, he's got everyone on on tilt. You know, and the it's just horrible. And uh, I, I you know, it's terrible. I I, I they, they got to take maintenance lessons because it's uh the, Jed's approach at the plate is like, I mean, it is so remarkable. Like you, it's like it, it's, I mean, it is distinguished from everybody else in the lineup. I mean, the, the other guys, they almost have, and you hear other guys talk after the show, it's like, you know, I really gave it a good swing and whatever. And I mean, that kind of attitude is like primitive. I mean, Jed is like, yeah, it was Stanford. I mean, he he got like a bigger, you know, brain in there. <laughs> what the hell's going on? But, I mean, it's, it can't be, you know, that jet is like, you know, super brain and everyone else is mental midget. These guys have, I think a lot of guys have a higher baseball IQ than are the performance, but it's been pretty annoying to, you know, watch the, the choke going on with so many of them. And a little bit like in like in the interview, it's a little bit of a talk of an entitlement, like, you know, they're ballers. A you, few you guys are talking like ballers. And, you know, I would rather, you know, I mean, Jed, like, I mean, as a team leader, as far as offensive approach at of the plate is, like enemy like tonight, you know, fail, but, you know, you fail sometimes. But, I mean, his overall approach is he gets a higher average, and it burns out the other pitcher, too. And, like I said, he gets some crazy hits, too. And he's getting old.
3: Yeah, you know? he's, 30, he's 37 really years remarkable. old, and he's driving and runs. He's been impressive. Thanks for having the phone that, call. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, but tonight, I mean, everybody stunk tonight. They're hitting 209 with the bases loaded this year. It's terrible. All right, a tough loss for the Athletics. Coming up next, you're going to hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1.
3: This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com.
6: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente.
5: The Bay Bridge series presented by Gilead Sciences returns to the town on Friday, August 20th. Be ready to get loud at the Coliseum throughout their weekend series against the San Francisco Giants. Game one of the series will start at 640 with day games on Saturday and Sunday. Today's game will also include a post-game fireworks show. Grab your seats today and watch the A's and Giants battle for the Bridge Trophy. Tickets available at athletics.com.
8: California road trips are epic, and Northern California families count on Honda to explore every mile. With Honda sensing safety features, legendary dependability, and gas mileage so amazing you can see most of the California coast on a single tank. And right now, get epic deals on Honda Civic, Accord, and more. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
3: This is A's Clubhouse. All right, the number is 833 65 2278. Let's go to Nathan and Antihot. Go ahead, Nathan.
15: Can you hear me, County?
3: Yeah, go ahead.
15: Yeah, so uh, I was listening to the last caller about the uh, Chris Bassett injury, um, and uh, I'm a dentist out here, so I wanted to shed some light. There would. Most likely not be any wiring of the jaw. The area that he got hit is the upper cheekbone. Um, So that's most likely the zygoma area. And that does make up a portion of the outer eye socket area. But most likely he's looking at something involved with that bone and the upper maxilla, which is where your back upper molars are. Um, And you're looking at uh, having some plates put in kind of like you guys were speculating uh, with a couple of screws uh, no wiring of the jaw, that that would not be necessary in that type of an injury. Uh,
3: well, well, I'm so. glad you're a dentist and we can actually have a real doctor on instead of me trying to play doctor. So um, t- talk me through this. When you're having facial surgery like this, we've got five, basically five weeks left in the season. Tell me what you think, you know, like a recovery time would be, He's going to have the surgery next week. So next week's going to be five weeks of when something like this, where you talk about a guy can start working out, start throwing, like kind of give me like a timeline with your expertise.
15: You're looking at at least three weeks in terms of like, like significant swelling in that first week to uh, to two weeks. Um, but in terms of it's, it's kind of about, you know, how he's feeling and how much the swelling he has afterwards, because he's going to be just icing and ibuprofen in that situation. So uh, it it shouldn't necessarily affect, unless he has enough swelling to to affect the, um, the lower part of the cheek where the eye vision, where he wouldn't be able to see as well from the swelling, but I don't anticipate that. I think it would be more like he's going to be sore as a mother and he's going to have to kind of see how he's feeling day to day. But uh, in terms of the surgery like that, you know, you're looking at, you know, anywhere from three to six weeks in terms of full healing, but he's, he's going to be just really swollen after that first week or two after the surgery.
3: And I got to think flying's not going to help. No,
15: most likely not, but it's just going to be the old remedies, the ice, the ibuprofen, um, you know, and just kind of see, you know, we're all speculating here, but based on where he got hit, that's one of the biggest protecting bones of your eye and your, and your face. So it's, it's probably the best place he could have got hit by that pitch.
3: Yeah, that's a scary thing. It's like we're, I looked at it as kind of a better case scenario. I don't think it's best case scenario. But, you know, seeing what we, we dealt with, Brandon McCarthy getting hit in the head and having to have brain surgery, and, you know, it, it could have been a lot worse.
15: Yeah, it seems like there's a, you know, obviously that's a comebacker, but the A's have been – dealing with a lot of a lot of getting hit by pitches at the plate too but yeah you your heart sank for a moment it feels feels good to hear like that he's uh that he has you know uh the potential for a good recovery there and and probably like i said best case scenario based on you know that is one of the most prominent bones of the maxilla and it's it's meant it's designed to be like that so that it protects your eye so So at
3: what point did you say i want to be a dentist?
15: after the veterinary office closed that i was working at over so midnight midnight shift
3: <laughs> well i tell you what you got kids and you got adults rolling through that office every single day i always look at my dentist and i look at my orthodontist too cuz both my kids are braces i look at both of you guys i go yep yeah, you're doing well
15: yeah i work with my twin brothers so we uh we we uh keep each other in check so it's 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 fun
3: how many days of golf do you get in?
15: Oh, man. I got, I got a four-year-old and a 16-month-old, so I, I get zero, zero days in these days.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, trust me. I used to play three, four times a week. I had twin girls, and that just shut me off for years. I mean, years. <laughs> I mean, well, it, you, it, it's, it's very tough to tell the wife, hey, I'm going to be out of here for about six hours. I'm going to be drinking beers with my buddy and playing. Yeah, have fun with the kids.
15: Yeah, it's a tough sell. Well, my parents went for one more, and they got a second set of twins. So so go figure. Be careful what you wish for.
3: Yeah. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Nathan.
15: You call again. Hey, I will. We got to get some consistency, County. We need to We need to start putting some things together. I agree with you on that.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, consistency. Where is it? No one's got it. Somehow the Giants got it. They hit a lot of home runs. I'm just telling you, I, I other than the Giants, maybe the Brewers, who's consistent? Who? Nobody. Everybody. Everybody. It's like Dr. Jekyll Missile Hyde. What are you getting at night? You don't know what you're getting night in night out from anybody in baseball, except the Giants and maybe the Brewers. Everybody else, flip a coin. C-Dub. Go ahead, C-Dub.
8: Hey, hey, I'm here to inject a little bit of uh, optimism.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I need some.
8: <laughs> you know, um... All I wish all good things to Chris Bassett. Um, I love that guy. I, I've, you know, anyone who follows the team closely, you, we know he has. He's done all the work that he can do for years. Um, he's been a victim of bad luck a little bit. He's he's bounced back from failure. That guy's a tough guy and um, I got to think when he, when he gets any kind of opportunity to pitch again, I, I'm going back to the beginning of the season with a lot of talk about uh, pitchers having commitment with their pitches, and that's what I would be afraid of um, is that someone would be a little gun-shy or whatever. They'd be uh, afraid, and I, I bet just because just of what Chris Bassett's professional career has been like, I think when he gets to get back on the mound in our live game, he's going to have like, you know, I know this is not a real percentage, but a 1,000% commitment to every pitch. He's going to be like, oh, you want to, if you're going to hit a line drive back at me, so be it. But I'm going to throw this pitch right down, right on that corner where I want it to be, buddy. I also, I, I remember in like, I was like 16 or 17, and I remember throwing a pitch to this moose of a player. We were better than them. This guy wasn't a great player, but he was a big kid who could cloud it sometimes. And he, his aluminum bat flashed, and I never even saw the ball, and it hit me in the biceps, my left biceps. And that scared me, man. I mean, it was like, what how how can I not even see the ball come up his bat and it hits me? Um, so I'm so glad that most hired leagues are using wooden bats. Thank God. Um, I think that ought to go all the way down into little league, but here comes the positivity. I looked at all the home and away um, the, the strength of schedule and all that stuff and, On the A's schedule, just because I have friends, I looked at the Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, the Brewers, the Red Sox, the the Tampa Bay, (laughs) uh, the Yankees, um, and the Astros. And we have, uh, I'm going to be straight up, we have it as tough as anybody or tougher. We probably have the hardest schedule down the path, down the last remainder of the season, Harder than pretty much anyone else who's in contention. But here's what gives me hope. They have to play us. These fools have to play us. Now, us going on the road to Chicago, that's a great team managed by a great manager. And we had the fluke. Yesterday was kind of a fluky game because of the thing with Bassett. And then we dang near beat them today. Um they're coming here soon. They're going to have to play us. We beat them in the playoffs last year. We're going to beat them in the Coliseum. we got the Yankees coming for four games. I don't like four or two-game series, but so be it. They're coming out here. We're going to win three out of four against the Yankees. we got the Giants coming. We're going to beat the Giants because it's in our house. They have to play us. And here's the other thing. We have very little going on with those upper echelon teams on the road. We got the Blue Jays, if you count them. And we got the last three games of the season in October at Houston. We get to play Houston at home. We go to Seattle and Houston to end the season. But we got a lot of home games against these strong teams, Giants, Yankees, White Sox, our nemesis, the Texas Rangers, and then Houston. Houston. Let's just beat them. How about that?
3: I mean, what other choice do you have?
8: I love right? beating the Yankees. I love beating the Giants. you know I, now now I love I actually love beating the Astros more than beating the Yankees, which I feel like I'm I feel like I've just sold out my baseball soul right there. No
3: but. no, no no the Astros thing has changed. <laughs> That's a whole different. Yeah, the Yankees are just the Yankees are the Yankees, but the Astros have become the devil. That's a whole different ball game. That's <laughs> a you, whole. Daddy. That's a whole. Hey, have a good night. That's a whole different ball game. All right, we'll get to one more call. Then we got to get to Bob Melvin. He dropped. All right, here is Bob Melvin after the game with the media.
5: Get started with Just Kleinschmidt. Hey, Bob. Um, all things considered, uh, what are your thoughts on how Blackburn did?
13: Oh, I thought he did great. For you know, he really did. <laughs> I don't think he knew he was starting until he actually got off the plane today. I mean you what know,
5: was the timeline for that?
13: Uh he he had plenty of time. He had two uh, something. So he had plenty of time. He starting pitchers even get to the ballpark a little bit later anyway. So that wasn't the issue. But um no, I thought, you know, after giving up a couple hard hit balls uh in the first, pitched really well. I mean, to get us to the sixth and you know, have us within a run. I, I couldn't have expected more out of him.
5: Uh, did you get any, happen to get any information on uh, what happened with Lance Lynn in the fourth inning when he was ejected?
13: No, no one said anything to me. Okay, just checking.
5: Matt Kalahara?
15: Uh, you guys had a couple of chances in the early innings against Lynn. Um, how was he uh, able to maybe get himself out of those from what you saw?
13: Uh, throwing a lot of cutters and sinkers and four seamers. So even though the breakdown looks like he's throwing, you know, one pitch or he's throwing something really hard, it, it does have different movements to it. He's good at doing that, getting guys on base and striking them out. But, you know, with, uh, the, the amount of guys we had on with, you know, nobody out, one out, you know, our, our bats probably could have been a little better, even though he's one of these guys that has the ability to do what what happened in the early innings. I know sometimes you don't really like to put too much um, emphasis on small stretches of the season,
15: but um, does this feel like maybe an important juncture of the season now with uh, losing Chris and maybe a little bit of a skid here to to maybe write things quickly?
13: Well, I think at this point in time, every game, you know, in every series and every road trip, every homestand seems important now. I mean, the fact that we're, you know, and maybe into a little bit of a tougher stretch of teams uh, but I, I, you know, that's not our focus is looking at the schedule 10 games out and saying, okay, we have a tough stretch. Uh, it's about having a nice run and then all of a sudden losing a few games in a row. You know, the, certainly with what happened to Chris yesterday, but you know, we, uh, we are right there. This is a game we could have won. We just needed one, one or two more at bats to do it. And we just didn't do it tonight.
3: Now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. Get up early, folks. 11.10 in the morning. We're going to get it going on A's Total Access. Scott Merkin from MLB.com is going to join me, and then it's going to be an 11-10 first pitch. It's going to be Cole Irvin up against Dylan Cease. Irvin 8-11 and with a 3.52 ERA up against Dylan Cease, who's 9-6 and with a 4.04 ERA. You do not want to get swept in a four-game series. No, no, no <laughs> makes for a long flight back from the Midwest. A's with the loss to the White Sox 3-2. Have a good night everybody and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast.
6: Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente.
2: There's no part of our bodies that put in more work than our feet. And with all that work, your feet can start to ache. But luckily, there's relief for our overworked feet. Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to design a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. They used 20 years of data and over 120,000 unweighted foot scans to create a podiatrist-certified insole that distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. And with all that support comes extreme comfort. Skechers are the fit and comfort specialists, and arch-fit shoes from Skechers provide expert comfort whether walking or just standing. They're so comfortable, they're not just for people with tired, achy feet. Everybody can enjoy just how amazing they feel. Plus, many are machine washable. So even even though you'll be wearing them all day every day you can easily keep them looking new so give yourself some soothing comfort and support with podiatrist certified Skechers ArchFit footwear your overworked feet will thank you see all the styles of ArchFit footwear for men and women at Skechers.com the Skechers store near you or wherever stylish shoes are sold
3: looking to stay up to date on all things A's